0: want to offer to begin one of the, what I find is one of the most enduring and compelling images of Christopher Reeve, and it's not as Superman, per se, um, for example, but it's from a photo by photographer Herb Ritz. The title, as I remember it when I saw it uh, on display some time ago, was Man of Steel, and this photo is one that was taken um, in 1996 or so, a couple of years after Christopher Reeve had his accident. And it's him in his wheelchair. Uh, and it's a, an entire kind of profile shot. And I think many times we see folks you know, uh, you know, face on uh, and you know, saw him reclining in his wheelchair But this is entirely in profile, just entirely from the side. And it is him just looking in that direction that he's facing and in a black T-shirt and black pants and in his chair. And he is cradled and seated and has all the relative equipment that goes along with making the chair possible as well as making his life possible at that time. And he is simply seated there, reclined, gazing. He is calm, uh, serene, present. And the chair with him is this remarkable piece of black black steel machinery. Uh, It is almost sculptural uh, in its intricacy, in its form, in its own power. It is a statement. And so there he is in his chair as the man of steel. I mean, I am as big a fan as anyone as of Christopher Reeve as you know Superman uh, with the blue uh, uh, uniform and the red cape and it's all smooth and muscular and flowing, and the blue eyes, oh my gosh, and that chin and the cheekbones. I mean, geez. And, and in that case of Superman, he is uh, he is also kind of piercingly looking into the world, and he's another form of alert and focused. There is potential. There is power. And... And as Superman, he was consistently warm and open. I love how, uh, you know, Superman Callel, introduced himself to Lois Lane in the first Superman movie. When she asked him who he was when she asked him for his name, he simply said, "A friend." Understated to say the least, but also true. In that moment, as that Superman, he was expressing kind of the core of his intent. He was indeed this friend, this person who desired to serve, who could indeed move not just mountains, but entire planets. Um, He could move like a little bit of space and time. Uh, spoiler, okay, the movie's been out for a while, but spoiler, he makes the earth turn backwards and runs time backwards as part of that movie. I know, it's a, it's a movie. It's okay, though. But he, he, he made this, this was, his, he moved the entirety of time and space because he was in a moment of grief and anguish. What power? What possibility? And as an actor, as a person, Christopher Reeve was so much there beauty and wealth and, and wealth of family as well, as well as being beloved by millions. And then, and then there was his accident that paralyzed him from the neck down. And the world wondered, and he wondered, what would become of him because there was so much lost and was never going to return. I mean, his life automatically became shorter, even in the best of conditions. And no wonder he despaired. No wonder. And said, maybe, maybe we should just let me go. I truly hope that very few of us face such an abrupt and extreme question, whatever our resources, whatever our situation. But we do have our own questions. We have our own concerns about mental health, emotional health, physical state of being, financial, every day we have our own questions of what will become of us, our own questions of being, our own questions of courage, great and small. And in addition to our own questions, we have the great questions around the forces of the world, the political, the familial, the global the earth itself, how do we go on? I know I've heard, I've heard conversations and I've, you know, in, in looking at the world and reading about the news In there's so much that would explain and allow for and understandably have an undercurrent in our lives of fear, of anxiety, How do we survive, us? As well as anger at the impossible injustices to overcome self-made in our human history. How do we go on? It is no small wonder humans have a love of superheroes. I mean, we love stories of the hero. That saves the moment, that saves the day, that can move time and space. Those, we admire those, maybe a little more mortal, who seem to exude confidence and strength, who have power and resource. I mean, we love Superman. As a society, as a culture, as a cultural conversation, Superman is with us for, well, I think Superman's with us for the time to come. So it seemed, after starting the the year, after responding, people have come into being with one another again in this new moment, in this new year. It seemed reasonable to ask ourselves the question of how do we do this together? What is next? How shall we go on? And I really wanted just to start with courage. As Brene Brown says, courage is a heart word. The root of the word, courage is core, the Latin for heart. Heart. And in one of its earliest forms, she says, the word courage meant to speak one's mind by telling all one's heart. To speak one's mind by telling all one's heart. So I want to begin with that sense of courage, that inner, that internal, that deeply personal place. So appreciate that the deeply personal was part of that first conversation, that early conversation with Christopher Reeve and his wife, Dana. Because in that moment of despair, Dana listened to him. Listened to him saying, should we just let me go? From the Reverend Frank Hall, who is the minister who was is now the minister emeritus was the minister of Westport the U church in Westport Connecticut where the reeves became members after uh, Christopher's accident Reverend Frank Hall says Dana listened she let him know that she heard what he was saying how he was feeling and she asked him She asked Christopher just to give it two years, just to give it two years. And if at that time, if at that time he chose to end his life, she would support his decision. If he chose to let go then. And Dana said to him, you're still you and I love you. And Christopher said that those were the words that became the pivotal moment for him. He talked about this in his book, Still Me, talking about the feelings that came out of those depths of that moment and that remarkable transition that he was able to say yes, at least to start to say yes, to have that strength of heart. What I want to offer in this moment is a couple of things. One that how much strength and how much how much was already there when it was po- made it, that made it possible, what already had existed that made it possible for her to speak and for him to hear her? Because they already had their relationship. They'd already taken a chance with each other. They'd already had children, they'd already created this life. It wasn't a broad, you know, flashy, heroic. We're going to go for special effects as well as tech things this morning. We're getting there. We're getting there. It wasn't broad, heroic moments, but it was theirs between them. Their vulnerability that they had created, their that what had grown trust and love. His wife, Dana, said, you are still you. You are still you. She didn't fix everything. She didn't fix anything in essence, but she, what she said was enough. And it let him make a different choice. I think the beginning, the beginning of courage is when we are doing our best to align with what is deep inside of us align with what our self is with our values i'm going to make this assumption that courage is a shared value we can have a different conversation if it's not but i'm going to make this assumption that courage is a shared value and at its part is wrestling with the inner self each in our own struggle And he, I, I so appreciate Christopher Reed because he kept pursuing internally what he was trying to work on and always being a work in progress. And he was able to start from that center and start to work out and know that he couldn't do it alone. He couldn't do it just with Dana although that was certainly powerful. He didn't do it just with his friends and family or just with his business partners or people who would help him set up the nonprofit and so on. He pursued being part of a church and and the Unitarian Church in Westport, Connecticut, in fact. Reverend Frank Hall says how much he was surprised when he first saw the Reeves kind of rolling up the drive to the church one Sunday. Superman's coming to church. Oh my gosh and how much they had established relationship and rapport over that time. Because Christopher Reeve realized he needed guidance and not only his se- sense of connection and direction. And so here was another moment of vulnerability, another moment of risk, another moment of courage, risking such, as such a high profile person trying to establish another relationship with this community and with this tradition. I'm wondering, I want to offer for the moment and think on this further as the week goes on. When When have you done something that you thought was really brave? When have you done something that you thought was really brave? That was a risk. That was different than what you've done in another moment. That had some stakes to it. I think about that every time I simply try to reach out to someone and not exactly know how I'm going to be received, for example. Anytime I might say, this is culturally learned, I will say, when I say no, <laughs> I know for me, when I say no, that by itself, is someone who's, grown up in Yankee and maybe a little nature and nurture of being conflict avoidant and wanting to make people happy. Yeah. Ministry is an interesting profession for that, but, but it's a spiritual practice to know how to say no. And I know for myself, I keep coming back to church because this is, this is kind of a workshop for courage. When we say no, when we say yes, oh, yes can be a whole other risk, right? When we say what we need, what we hope for, what we dream. And not just keep it inside, but go out further from it. To make ourselves more known in this time and in this place just to offer a little bit of a risk, a little bit of a chance, whatever that might mean for us, is to defy the understanding that to be vulnerable is to be weak. For folks who will say act entirely in our society, act entirely from self-interest, And to say, no, vulnerability is not weakness. Saying who I am and what I need doesn't make, us, make me a lesser person. It offers opportunity. Brene Brown talks about the sense of self, the sense of self that comes from being more vulnerable, more taking a risk, more offering in the moment. Not to buy in the mythology that vulnerable brings weakness or gullibility or frailty, but to say, but to point out that every moment, every moment of courage she found out out of about 11,000 pieces of research, she says, I cannot find a single example of courage, moral courage, spiritual courage, leadership courage, relational courage that was not born completely out of vulnerability. And I think we can say yes to a piece of vulnerability because that at the heart of courage, I think is realizing that we have worth, a willingness to be vulnerable, to ask for needs and wants, to say, I'm going to start with assuming that I am worthy. There is the heart of courage. I am worthy of health, of wholeness, of regard as the completely perfect and imperfect person that I am. It's part of why I admire the Jewish practice of entering into new year with an effort to resolve hurt and wrongdoing before more time has passed to say, I am worth making myself, making the effort to make things right and others are worth the same. And We find this in our Unitarian Universalist first principle, the inherent worth and dignity of every person, that our worth, yours and mine and ours, this is the core practice in Unitarian Universalism, that affirming that each of us can be part of the whole picture. We start with the self, that internal compass, that addressing that question of how to go on. Because I tell you, that man of steel in the photo I described of Christopher Reeve in his wheelchair and someone, that man of steel was a very integrated person at that point, but he also was not a solo act. He was not this independent hero. He was born out of taking a chance again and again and again. He came from a long line of risk as we do, returning again and again to the premise that I am worthy, each of us, all of us, even when storms shake us, even when we don't know our way, even when we are harmed by others, when we diminish ourselves, we go forward with heart. So let us go forward. And take courage in ourselves and in each other. Take courage, friends. You are still you. I am still myself. And we, we each can go forth, can go forth in our worthiness. Amen.